This is Wrestling is for Girls, a weekly podcast where we face our Brock Lesnar's two short matches, Logan Paul, and the thread of the Bloodline storyline winding down. Sometimes we also just talk about Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views, never premium live events. I am Abigail. I'm here with Jillian, and we have lots to cover this week. Jillian, how are you? I am doing well. I just had to reposition my drink so that it didn't clunk every time I tried to take a sip. That's where we're at. Yeah. I mean, you're getting things in line. You're getting your ducks in a row. I respect that. Yeah. How are you? I am so ready, so, so ready to talk about the opening of SmackDown. Uh, there was a lot happening. It's very exciting. There was so much happening. I feel like if SmackDown had ended right after this segment, that that would have been like a full show. It's kind of funny because as we were like kind of talking about our notes a little bit and I was looking at the things that happened on SmackDown, granted SmackDown is an hour less than Raw, but like it really didn't seem like that much, that many separate things were happening because all of the Bloodline stuff was like 90% of SmackDown. I wasn't mad about it. It was like those um, sandwich cookies that have the extra thin cookie. So it was oh, like, yeah. you know, like a very thin filling in the thin cookie. So it was just like two bloodline cookies with a very small amount mm-hmm. of other content, <laughs> even though things did happen. I know. Did you, did you like that when the Usos came to the ring, everyone was singing their music? I did. I <laughs> So I was trying oh. to pay close attention to like what the announcers were saying. Yeah. And um like so I wasn't tuning in on the audience a bunch cuz I was like, okay, I'm going to focus cuz you know how I have a hard time watching no, what's happening you were doing and a good also job. listening. So <laughs> Wade making the declaration that the Usos have no legal qualifications. <laughs> I love that so much. Like, I love the idea that we have all bought into this being a real trial. And, like, I love that, like, all of the stuff surrounding the trial, like, there was, like, outrage at certain things that, like, Roman absolutely did in the trial with Sammy. But everybody now is just like, no, it's totally fine that he does all this. It was absolutely legitimate. I feel like we need to expand the court concept to, like, Judgment Day court. Canadian court, <laughs> women who used to be Rhea Ripley's tag partners court. Like, let's just put everyone on freaking trial. You're all going to wrestling jail. Uh, who's the ultimate judge of all these? Is it dad? I think it's dad. Okay. And he's probably pretty biased if we're being honest. I know. He loves Rhea. Mm-hmm. Like, she's going to skate on these charges. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think that everybody's singing along with the Usos now because... They've heard it so much that they now know the words because it, that's been a, their theme song for quite a long time now. But it feels like audience participation in theme songs has really increased yeah. over the last year. So I feel like singing along is an AEW thing. They do, I think we talked about this. They do it for Chris Jericho. And then like people started doing it with Cody's music. And now yeah. I think WWE fans are like, oh, you know what? This weird mass karaoke is actually really fun. It is so fun. Like, I just get so excited when people sing along. 
I know. I love it. It makes me think like they just love everybody that much more. Mm -hmm. It feels like this really nice supportive gesture. It does. I like that. And I mean, there weren't a lot of supportive gestures <laughs> going on in the ring. Like, the court is pretty tough. Um, you know, we get some, like, nice, cute celebration from the twins. And, and then all of a sudden, it's just, like, another Jay Uso edited court video. And that court video did contain some evidence. It did. I, so... Backing up just a second on that. Did you like freak out when Solo threw Paul's uh, microphone out yes! of the ring? Like, yes! I legitimately thought I was like, oh man, it's happening. Solo is it's changing sides. This is going to be awesome. But I thought it was going to be like Solo chooses his own side, right? He's like, I'm sick of yeah. twins. I'm sick of tribal <laughs> chiefs. I'm sick of wise men. Y'all are insane. I'm not anybody's little brother. I'm me. I'm my own person. Do you know what solo means? It means by myself. It means I don't have to wear shoes, guys. <laughs> I'm I refuse. not going to be in your foot prisons anymore. I, I hope he gets a shirt that just says refuse the shoes. <laughs> <sighs> I just cracked myself up. I would, I would absolutely wear the refuse the shoes shirt, 100%. Okay. Um, I have a question for you. Okay, ask me about it. I can't There's wait. a moment... When Roman says something about umbrella service? Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? Is that rich people I, stuff? I wondered if he was talking about when you like go to the beach and you rent an umbrella and maybe you can like get drink service or something. Oh, okay. If only I had had a resource that would have allowed me. <laughs> if Let's only I would have taken right the time now. to look it up. <laughs> if only I'd like, had like days. I just like Do that, this. you know, I, I have these questions that occur to me and absolutely I could look them up, but I like to ask you the questions because I feel like it's kind of fun to see one, if, you know, either of us knows anything or, you know, taking guesses so, and then looking it up is always fun. So all that's coming up is Cisco Umbrella Managed Endpoint Protection Services, which is a cloud delivered service. <laughs> To protect internet access across network devices, office locations, and roaming users. I have a feeling that that may not have been what Roman was talking about. Yeah, I don't, I don't mm, think that's it either. Okay. Dear dad, dear dad, can you quick ask so, Roman what he meant? It looks like. There are a bunch of businesses in the Outer Banks who do this, where they basically just set up your beach shit. Uh, okay. Uh, do they also set out your mahi-mahi? I doubt it. No info on the mahi-mahi, but I would imagine that the mahi-mahi market has really taken a hit in the past weeks. I mean, the jet's not getting fueled up. Mm -mm. Nobody's on the bus. It's getting dusty in there no surf and turf it's it's pretty rough i was a little sad that there was nothing in the video about the mahi mahi <laughs> we didn't touch amazing. on that. i would have died forever it would have been the greatest <laughs> moment of my life the video was pretty damning it was um, not the nicest behavior in the video this is definitely the instance i i'm glad you mentioned the video because i didn't write specifically like the video down but that's what i was thinking of when everybody was like 
like Roman is appalled at this video package and yet it's the exact same thing they did for Sammy. So, yes. <laughs> I just love the heel double standard that's like always there. I don't I don't think any of us like to see our crimes documented for posterity, you know. That's true. None of us like that. Um so how did you feel when Roman started giving his sort of like I did this for you. I don't need to be here. I just want to go hang out on the beach. And he's <laughs> done with umbrella. everything. Like, what, um, what did you think when this happened? So, like, his speech gave me the ickies like it always does, right? Because it's so gross. It's such, yeah. like, it's abusive abuser language and it's gross. When he started, like, like, he did a really smooth transition into, like, kind of like fuck this i don't want to do it anymore like i thought oh, that was yeah. really impressive and then when he started like he took off his necklace i was like what is actually happening right now i started freaking out i was like oh my god is this happening is this really happening and then he punched jay in the dick so <laughs> i mean it was an artful transition though you're right it was. From like like taking off the necklace falling to his knees weeping and then just actual that tears Yes, like dude can cry on command. Then all of a sudden he's giving Jay that vasectomy he never asked for. Why hasn't Rough. Roman been in a bunch of movies yet? He's good looking. They like good looking guys in movies and he could probably right? do an okay job. I don't think he would be any worse than John Moxley was in 13 rounds. So honestly, <laughs> he should go for it. We still have to watch he that. He should go for it. Well, when we have the Wrestling is for Girls retreat in a few months, I don't see why we shouldn't. Oh, please bring that. I will bring it. That's so exciting. I will bring it. <sighs> so, you know, from the attack on Jacob's nuts, things <laughs> just get real out of control. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Jimmy gets mad. Solo gets mad. Everyone is fighting. Jay gets tied up in the ropes in something that looked legitimately painful to me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, in the end, poor Jimmy has to go into the ambulance. Roman murdered Jimmy. <laughs> like, Again. Poor Jimmy. Um, I, th I was waiting for them to mention like a local medical. <laughs> but no one ever did. Um, so like there was that moment that where, you know, Solo was kind of reluctant to give the necklace back to Roman. Yes, so I think let's talk about it. There's still they haven't put that to bed, right? They're like, hey, there's still this other possibility that Solo might take everything. And mm -hmm. I love that they haven't like dropped that yet. And I'm like, they're doing such a good job of continuing this story. Like I am still interested because I want to know what Solo's going to do. I am deeply invested in Solo Sokoa's choices right now. And I feel like just when I think that they're going to release the stranglehold they have on me with the storyline. Mm -hmm. They pull me back in. Mm -hmm. And like a dumb twin, I believe them every time that we're <laughs> approaching resolution. But I don't want to. I um, Now, I will not say that I love the solo storyline as much as I love the Jacef Sammy wow. storyline. But like wow. nothing really can beat that. So, But this nothing is great. Ever nothing will ever reach that apex that we once reached <laughs> no, i mean there's a part of me that hopes someday there will be something but i'm also trying to like go through the stages of grief that like that's not yes. going to come back around again 
Do you know what we have to accept? That um, when we love something, we have to let it go, like mm-hmm. Jay let Sammy go. Yeah. And if it was meant to come back, it will. I hope so. I hope you're right. And if it doesn't come back, there's always an archive of our own. <laughs> as long as it doesn't keep getting attacked. Right. Like, hackers, please fuck off and leave an archive <laughs> Seriously, of Seriously. Don't attack billionaires. <laughs> come on. So it's the only joy some of us have, and it's free. So please, just please. There's some really good stuff on there. <laughs> Literature. Literature. Exactly. High fucking art. <laughs> Was there anything about this uh, opening that you would like to say more about? No, I was... Yeah, here I go again. No, but I'm going to say no. more. Um, just call me Sammy Zane. I have nothing left to say about this except um, I was actually really surprised how violent it got. Like, I don't know why I was yeah. surprised, but at the end, like, so, oh, I know what I wanted to Well, I guess this can come later. I'll, I'll hold it till later and hopefully I won't forget. No, I'm going to forget. You. If I say it now, I'll forget. Uh, I want to talk about this in relation to SummerSlam later. Okay. Okay. Hopefully I don't forget. Okay. I'll try to remind you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it did feel really intense. It felt like something that would end the show. Yeah. Which interesting twist. Interesting So much tension. Um, up next, we have something with a little less dramatic tension. Poor Seamus, (laughs) forever a beleaguered fella, has to take on austin theory again yeah i really thought this would be it every every time seamus faces austin theory i'm like okay this is it seamus is gonna beat him because why wouldn't he right i'll tell you why male brawlets <laughs> yes boy Grease no boy, boy. Um, did you notice right at the very beginning, Seamus gets caught on camera looking at Austin Theory just with abject disgust? No. He was just like, Ooh. <laughs> it made me so happy. <laughs> like, I'm sure he likes Austin just fine, IRL, but I, I was really living for that shady look in the moment. WWE posted on Instagram, I think this, it must have been this week, like some kind of um before and after shots of people who'd been through development yes. and like solo looked like a little baby it was adorable my god um, it was adorable yeah. but the before and after of austin theory was like so boring because <laughs> he looks exactly the same he's still doofy like i need them to do more with him fix it it was literally like frame one douche frame two douche with beard that's it <laughs> without without that's... t-shirt that's the evolution of theory yes <laughs> yeah why doesn't um, he use that that's genius the evolution of theory like that's great see your dad take this down because he'd rather have that thing about like purpose and <laughs> belief and i don't know and his two fingers on each hand up in the air directing us to the exits i hate that i hate that so much i will it will always like eat into my body like acid like i just hate i hate it he has never brought a flight in for a landing without 100 percent safety in the cabin and he's not going to start today damn it i just hate him <laughs> it would it would be so much cooler 
if he went like stone cold and like flipped the audience off from behind yeah it's like dude you're a heel what is this hunger game shit that you're doing here with the two fingers (laughs) i don't um i am really scared that's like six months from now i'm gonna be like man austin theory is the best kind of like how i used to hate dominic so much and now you know i love dominic a whole bunch but like that's true i don't see that happening i really don't i i really struggle to imagine that that could happen for you and if it does <laughs> I, respectfully i'm going to slap the shit out of you please do <laughs> and i have big hands so you're gonna feel it <laughs> please help me if i start to go dark <sighs> um did you notice that wade barrett introduced a really horrifying concept during oh this match i did not big boy fights big boy <laughs> fights <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't want to know what that means. Um, I think it's a secret wish of Wade Barrett just coming out. Like he didn't mean to say it, but like once it came out, he had to commit. It's a formerly niche Pornhub category, <laughs> Big boy but now fight. it's exploding. Big boy fights. <laughs> That's also well. <sighs> Pulling it so back. Like, Pulling it back. So why do you think Pretty Deadly interfered? Did I forget something? Well, they've, you know, they've been doing that for Austin Theory for a couple weeks now. So Okay. See I think how fast I forget some, shit. <laughs> they've got some unholy alliance and yeah. you know, they they messed with the brutes when they first arrived, so Yeah, I guess that's this true. This feels it feels like there's not enough gas in the tank for this story, like yes. Where's middling? Maybe that's why I don't remember cuz I'm like, where's the fire behind this? Where's the point of it? Is it because they're also right. English, so they're just like royalist versus whatever the other <laughs> the other side would be i don't know what in a, hor- in a horrifying twist <laughs> america has sided with the british to take down ireland once and for all can you imagine it's no good or shamo <laughs> the shamo so, yeah. on us big shamo on us for sure <laughs> So, you know, Pretty Deadly appears, the Brutes come out, and then, of course, in all the distraction, Austin Theory gets the pin, mm-hmm. pulls the tights, he retains his title. I did mm-hmm. really laugh hard during this when Michael Cole is like, Theory's been dominant of late. It's like, dude, he's a champion. Yeah. He's supposed to be dominant. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, they still refuse to legitimize him. It's like still, like, he, he wins everything. Yes. But they're still not like, yep, he's a champion. It's like, guys, do something with this title. It's like everybody's bored. They had five other dudes out there hauling his carcass across the finish line trying mm-hmm. to make him interesting, and it didn't work. John Cena couldn't make him interesting. And if John if Cena tried. can't get it done, I don't know. Seriously. Seriously. Maybe have him join Judgment Day <laughs> or... um bloodline would <laughs> be the sammy replacement in bloodline maybe that could help him i think you're just gonna ruin something good if probably you... no turd in the punch bowl mm-hmm mm-hmm <laughs> fortunately um after this things do get a little more well i guess a little less austin theory infected so a lot more interesting we've got the mm-hmm. grayson waller effect and his guest is edge I'm edge so who we love edge. yay also 
Thank you, Edge, for calling out Grayson Waller for never fucking wrestling. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was about time. I think it was really, really about time. What do you think's going on there? Like, why do they never have him wrestle? I think I've seen him wrestle twice since he's been so on he, the main. I roster. saw a picture of him a couple of weeks ago on Instagram. He had an injury. Okay. He was injured when they brought him up. So I think they were just waiting to clear him. I figured that had to be it, but I never heard anybody talking about it. And you know what yeah. a news hound I am. So you are. You you are definitely with the finger on the pulse every minute of every day. Absolutely. Oh boy. So how weird was it when Grayson was like, Edge is going to retire? I was so uncomfortable and I was like I was already nervous because I feel like they're making this huge deal out of him being around for twenty five years. Mm-hmm. He's gonna retire at some point. I mean he has to, right? But I'm just yeah, like I, would think. I don't I don't want that to happen again. So I have this feeling like maybe he's going to retire after SummerSlam because they made a big deal out of SummerSlam and how he was in Madison Square Garden for SummerSlam. And that was his first pay-per-view fuck you premium live event. And so I just like, I'm not ready. I'm never going to be ready. No, it never feels good to have your faves retire. Like, first of all, it makes you feel old as shit. But second of all, it's just there's a point where you're like, oh, they're not going to come back for that one more time. You know, it's we're it's done like now. when we realized Triple H wasn't going to come back for that one more time. That was really sad. Yeah. But still now he's just dad me. in a suit, never listening to us. <laughs> and you'd think he'd have a lot of time to listen to us, but I guess not. Yeah. What the fuck else does he have going on? He's retired. Well, as we learned this week, he's very busy making workout DVDs with some of his friends on the <laughs> roster. That's amazing. How did we not know about that? Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, this week, clips from the Triple H 2014 workout DVD exploded on Twitter and all over the internet, featuring everyone's favorite superstar, Los Angeles Knight. Yeah, it was so incredible um dude has been yang since the 20 since 2014 and probably well before that's amazing he's been around that long so good so good and that dvd costs five bucks if anybody's interested yeah i think it's probably a pretty good investment i mean you're gonna see dad in the prime of his life you're gonna see los angeles night like kissing up quite frankly kissing up a little the boss Mm-hmm. And you might get a good workout. And if nothing else, like look it up on Amazon because like the toxic masculinity infused in that product description is just like chef's kiss. Amazing. The promises they make in yes. that description are unbelievable. Like you're going to get ripped, lose fat, end your pain, climb Mount Everest, marry the woman of your dreams, win a billion dollars. <laughs> it's like 30 minutes a day for 30 days, man. You can do it. Make sure you have three pound weights. Right. And maybe those little ankle weights. Those are pretty handy too. <laughs> and a towel. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Was there anything else about Edge and Grayson before we, and we're not going to put them away for long. We're going to return to them later. So I was very excited when Edge was like, yeah, we're going to wrestle a motherfucker. So mm-hmm. I was, I was looking forward to Grayson Waller being beaten up. <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, he has to win, right? Edge has to win. You can't bring Edge out and be like, oh, JK, and have him lose. That would be terrible. No, I agree. It's it's the Edge supremacy out here. (gasps) I just had a thought. What'd you think? What if? What if? 
Edge's SummerSlam match is against Randy Orton because Randy Orton comes back and they have another one of those insane fucking crazy matches that they had at is that WrestleMania one year? Yeah, I think it was at WrestleMania. Here's the thing. I really want Randy to come back and for rated RKO to reunite however briefly. That would be great. I just but I'd take either of those things, right? Like I just want my faves back. I know. Randy's uh, name slash nickname slash whatever works really well in a variety of teams. RK Bro, rated mm-hmm. RKO. <laughs> it's pretty good. The Judgment RKO. Was that a thing? Damage RKO. No, I'm just making shit up. <laughs> Damage Control KO. B R O C K. R O C K in the USA. Okay. I love it. so after this we have a match that you could have missed if you were in the bathroom or sneezing in which aj styles appears with michin to take on carrie and cross uh who michael cole describes as mythical with scarlet (laughs) and i kind of thought like it's the rubber match this is going to be serious like or else we're going to continue this feud this was Mm -hmm. over in two minutes it was really Two stupid. Minutes. The only the only thing I got out of it was like, I'm glad that Carrion's growing out his hair. That was it. That was like all I got from yeah. it. I mean, he looks nice. I hope he's happy with it. I think I enjoyed seeing the pictures of him and Scarlett at the Barbie premiere much more than I enjoyed this <sighs> match just because it was too short. That was so precious. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I'm going to say the same thing here I said to you via Instagram. That Barbie is everything, and he is just Ken. He really is just Ken. But she likes that about him, so who am I to judge? She does. Well, she loves you know. that about him. Maybe he's a charmer. I just, I would like Dad, if he takes nothing else to heart from this episode, please give Carrie and Cross <laughs> and Scarlet something to do, and please give AJ Styles something to do. This is wasteful. It's really wasteful. It was such a, like, it wasn't even, like, a useful filler match. It didn't do anything. No. It didn't further any story like they could have put a video package in here and done more it just pissed me off yeah i I assume wasn't the goal but maybe it was maybe i shouldn't assume (laughs) well i got excited at first because i was like oh it's it's alan jackson and meachin he's gonna wrestle kirian and scarlet i was like cool let's do this again because you know scarlet's had a couple of matches right no no it's just gonna be a dumb kind of squash match I mean, I assume she and Meechan were like, man, we spent a long time getting ready just to do this. For real. For real. Right? So, Dad, get it together. We hate that. A lot. Come on, Dad. Do better. After this, uh, we make some time for women's wrestling with Asuka. (laughs) Do we? And uh, everyone who can't stand her, basically. We have three minutes we're going to use it as efficiently as possible to get all these bitches out in the ring and just cycle uh-huh. through them. And yep. then we have done women's wrestling for the week. Yep. Terrific. Check, check that box. Um, Charlotte look, came looking out like, like came out looking like she was from Barbarella. Yeah. Again. She's got to give it a rest with the cat suits. I just, <laughs> the thing is, is like, I think like a monochromatic cat suit <clears throat> freaks me out. Yep me too it's not a look i enjoy um i don't i mean if she feels beautiful in that then i support her 100 percent. but i wouldn't say it's her look um 
she also she has this real theatrical vibe in her outfits but not necessarily in any other element of her presentation no it's like just when she comes out her entrance is very kind of you know theatrical but then that's it it doesn't carry through you're totally right i never thought about that before but it's like yeah it doesn't carry through it's not like i am also this grandiose in the ring like yeah it's like if i wore george yes she does and then it's like big overture little show yeah it it feels like if I wore an old bridesmaid's dress to work on a Wednesday, I was just like, hey, <laughs> please hey guys, and report back. Feels like it's in the realm of possibility. I'm not going to lie. So you we're looking to jazz it up a little bit. So I feel like a bridesmaid's dress is the way to go. Amidst all of these uh, <laughs> sartorial disasters, uh, EO Sky appears with Bailey and she's ready to cash her shit in. I was so excited. I was so excited too. And then it's like, oh, nope, sorry, screw up, can't do it. JK, can you remind me what happened? Because, like, she, like, Bailey was trying to help her cash it in. And then why yeah. all of a sudden couldn't she? What? I don't remember what happened. Basically, like, you know, she thought she had the advantage. I think Bailey got in the way a little and then oh, it just okay. wasn't the right time. Like, okay. I'm glad that it Oscars. didn't count against her. I was then freaking out that, like, oh my God, they're going to count this. EO went through all that for nothing. I will never get my EO Oscar feud. Like I was so upset for just like a few seconds. You've got to like legitimately give the ref. I think it's the ref, the briefcase. Okay. And like verbally confirm. Okay. So like there's, there is a, like you can just come out with it and try, but you can change your mind almost to the last minute. So there's some fail safes in place. Yes. Okay, good. You can get pretty froggy with that briefcase before you actually have to put it on the line. I love it. I love all the briefcase appearances. It's just so great. It's the best gimmick. It's the most wonderful time of the year in some ways. It is. It is. I love, like, I just drag it out. Drag it out forever. I love it. After this, uh, we come back to the moment we've all been waiting for, Edge versus Grayson Waller. We finally get to see this guy in a main roster ring um yes. edge got a very nice you still got it chant which is I lovely know. really nice he does still got it he does he's so sweet so what did you think about mr waller here um so i i still keep waiting to see the grayson waller that i saw wrestle johnny gargano on nxt i can see that for sure because <laughs> i was <laughs> That's like a I high this- standard I thought this guy was supposed to be like badass and scary and like so far he's just been kind of a doofus um uh, i will say like there's a moment when edge power bombs grayson waller outside the ring mm-hmm. and i thought that i was going to die because it looked so horrible and i was just like i can't i can't like i just i wrote Ugh. <laughs> it so scary. I, it's it's a two prong problem, right? Because I don't want to see anybody die on television. Exactly. But I also don't want to see Edge become a murderer in real time. I am so scared that someday I am going to be watching and something really horrible is going to happen to a wrestler. And like, obviously it will be a million times worse for that wrestler than it would be for me, but it's still going to fuck me up. I mean, I wasn't watching when Owen Hart 
died and i'm pretty sure he died in a visible way but maybe i'm wrong <sighs> about that but the closest i remember to that is you know that pay-per-view that chris benoit no showed and it was because he was busy at home annihilating oh, his family Christ. that's and so it was awful. a really weird and painful time to be a wrestling fan like it felt bad even though it had nothing to do with me it just felt bad <sighs> so i can't imagine actually seeing something like that happen on television um i remember people talking about owen hart in high school like after it happened because i think it was not long after it happened it's a long time ago yeah and i was like i don't are you just calling me old i am old it's okay um uh, we're both old so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i miss the whole chris benoit thing which does not make me sad that that story is absolutely fucking tragic it's gutting yeah way to bring the room down abigail jeez jazzy a yeah not so jazzy kind of gloomy a it's okay there... every every rose has its thorn that's true and, and every jazzy a has her downer moment um there was one thing grayson did during this match that was absolutely unacceptable i don't know if you remember it uh please tell me he used the unprettier against Edge, which is Christian's move. I, okay, thank you. Because I remember the announcers mentioning that and I was like, yes, why is that important? Because you know, I didn't, I missed the entire Edge and Christian era. So I don't know any which of the moves. I, it's a total fucking bummer. <laughs> they were so great. I don't mean to rub <laughs> it in, but they were like really wonderful. No, it's okay. I've gotten to see remnants of it as they've come back together over the years and it's been a delight. But yes, I missed the I missed the glory days. You know what? You know what part of it is? They've got a real like Sammy and KO friendship origin story, mm -hmm. which just gets me right in the feely yeah. feels. I totally understand that. So you seemed like you were pretty certain that Edge was going to get the win no matter what. Is that how you felt? Like he was definitely, you weren't surprised when he won. I wasn't surprised, but I, I want to say there was probably a moment or two where I was like, ooh, but you know, they have to, they have to tease you a little bit. It was a fun match. Like I definitely enjoyed watching it. There was a point where Grayson gets really frustrated and he's <laughs> kind of like doing this heel thing. Like beating a legend is much harder than I thought it would be. And I kind of love that for him yeah you arrogant it was heard and of course ed edge won via spear which is always wonderful as he do He's got the and best he was spear he was biz. he really does like it's up there that man has mm -hmm. an excellent spear i mean bobby lashley's spear is up there because it's very just like spear <laughs> yes it's definitive <laughs> but edges is beautiful we love edge we do and I thought it was really nice that Edge was proud of Grayson that, you know, maybe he didn't win, but he fought yeah. his little heart out. Very I sweet. I love how Edge vacillates between like big brother. No, it's just all big brother energy. He vacillates between the yes. big brother side of nice big brother and then the big brother side of an asshole. Like he's absolutely going to make fun of you in front of the girl you like and beat you up, but then he's going to take you to Denny's afterwards. Yes. It's like, all worth it. Like, uh he can beat the shit out of you but if anybody else beats the shit out of you he's gonna take him down exactly mm -hmm. i'm so glad i don't have any siblings mm. <laughs> big brothers they're, they're special the <laughs> <laughs> i love my brother, so but yeah 
Yeah, you've got big a good brothers. Brother. I do have a big brother. Shout out to big brothers everywhere. Hello. Stop beating up your younger siblings. Seriously, but keep dude. Them to Denny's. <laughs> we didn't have a Denny's. He could take me to. What a dick. <laughs> if you're listening, big brother, you owe me a trip to Denny's. Uh, probably with interest, honestly. Yeah. I'm getting pancakes and French fries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. So after this, we return to a well-tread topic the friggin bloodline uh roman is feeling broody backstage Mm -hmm. and uh Haman is the bearer of bad news he says jay is not at the local medical facility jay is right here in madison square garden and he is ready to fucking rock jay has returned and he is pissed he is like a hundred percent Joseph in this moment. He is full of righteous fury and the beautiful love and confidence that Sami Zayn filled him with, and he's ready mm-hmm. to fight. He is Joseph in the amazing Technicolor dream coat in these moments. He mm-hmm. is ready. He's like so angry that he's done with shirts. He is. He's done with shirts. Yep. He's done with family. He's done with the ramp. He's coming through the crowd shield style. Mm-hmm. He ain't got time for roman anymore i feel like these moments always kill me when wrestlers come down through the crowd like when they're clearly on a mission it's not like when becky's out there doing like crowd work but they're clearly on a mission and like people are like holding out hands like high five me dude or like quick (laughs) let me get a selfie it's like it's it makes me so uncomfortable i get like this weird secondhand embarrassment it's a very strange feeling it's like it feels like you should know not to, but I also wonder if I would know not to if I was there. Like, I'd probably be overcome. I don't think you would put your hand out for a high five. I think you might, like, try to touch them as they go by, but I don't think you'd be like, bro, high five me. I do have an illustrious history of trying to gently place a finger on wrestlers that I like when they're in proximity to me. And my success like, yeah, rate okay. is okay. <laughs> it's not bad. I'd be able to, like... I feel like if we get to a wrestling show, we invest the money, mm-hmm. get to one of those front fucking corner things on a night Cody's going to yeah. be there, your chances will be high. I'm going to make a sign that says, all my TED Talks are about you, Cody. Take a fake baby with you and pretend that it's a real baby. <laughs> He'll gravitate I'll just, to babies. I'll swaddle you. <laughs> we'll somehow hide your body under oh, some God. coats so it's just like your head and then like some <laughs> swaddle. I have a giant head for a baby. <laughs> Babies have giant heads. Haven't you seen those videos where they can't close their arms over their heads? Oh my god. <laughs> it's fine. I he have won't not know. seen those videos. So that sounds awful. So it's a thing like you can touch your hands over your head, right? It's easy. It's no problem. They're way mm-hmm. up over your head. But if a baby raises its arms over its head, its head is so big compared to the rest oh. of its little body that it's like that's right they have to like grow into their head (laughs) yes so we could just be like look she (laughs) is a very healthy girl damn near wrecked my pelvis and now she needs your weight belt she was three months late you know how much growing they do in that last one of time she is in her 800th trimester right now um things are rough okay (laughs) (laughs) it's worth a try it's a good plan it's a great all, plan. all our plans are good plans. 
So uh, this, I think, in one way, it breaks down predictably. And then another mm-hmm. way, it feels like Jay is on fire in a way that we have not seen. Well, Jimmy's in, C- I mean, we don't really know exactly at that point, but like, we assume Jimmy's probably in very serious condition and that's why Jay is fired up. Yeah, I, I assume Jimmy's, Jimmy's in Jimmy. ICU with the urgent care. Yeah. yeah. So he's ready to fucking kill some people. <laughs> he's the judge, jury, and executioner. I loved that. And he's going to take on Roman one-on-one. Um, do we yes. think that there's a chance you remember that he unseats Roman? Well, I'm wondering if this is going to lead up to a SummerSlam situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I have questions because, like, I f- why isn't Jimmy somehow involved outside of like being right. the damsel in distress? I don't know if he got injured or something, but so that makes me kind of sad. But oh my god, oh my god, I will be so fucking excited if it is a Roman Jacef showdown. I um. Oh my God. I have a lot of feelings about this. So as you know, (laughs) I was, as you know, I have a lot of fucking feelings. I -hmm. was really devastated about what happened at WrestleMania between Cody and Roman. Right. And I've wanted for Cody to be the one to take that title from him. Yeah, I know. And on Friday that all changed for me. Oh my God. Let me tell you what I want now. Okay. What I want now is for Jay to take that title from him and for Jay to have to cope with all of the challenges of life after Roman. Like he wants to do things differently than Roman, but he's so used to the bloodline and the way that they do things. And it's really fucking hard. Being a heel is easy. Being a good guy isn't. He's got to deal with Solo who wants to be in charge of everything. Jimmy's probably a little resentful. He's got all this stuff going on. And then I want Cody to like bitch up into his face and be like, <laughs> it was my story. I was supposed to finish my story and you're in the way. And for Jay just to be like, yeah, it's not just your story, asshole. Oh, man. And I want them to have an epic freaking showdown. I'm it. writing the letter to dad this week and I will include all of that for you. Now, eventually, do I want Cody to have his moment with Roman? Yes, absolutely. But I am so ready for Jay to have his moment too. I know. Jay is overdue. Yes. That Main sounds amazing. That would be incredible. Jay Uso. Ugh. Yeah. I needs it, precious. I needs it. Jacef main event Uso. Mm-hmm. I, right I mean, now. what do we think the odds are? What are the odds? <sighs> okay, so I think the odds of them fighting at SummerSlam are very high. Yes. Done deal. The odds of Jacef taking the title at SummerSlam, I think, are not as high. That's how I feel too. Mm-hmm. I feel like Roman will, you know, win somehow. Solo will, mm-hmm. or I. How fun would it be if somehow Solo fucks everything up for Roman? I don't know. There's, there's so many. There's always so many possibilities, but it doesn't. Believe me, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you. I would love nothing more, but it, it feels scary. Now, there's still a few weeks between. There's like what three weeks before. Yes, we got time. So they could they could build it up. I mean, they rushed through a whole fucking tournament for <laughs> like a week. We did so, that I in mean, the night. Yeah. They could totally do and it. And I I feel like I can make the justification that it's not rushed, right? Because right. 
you know, this has been building and building and Jay challenged him once before and got knocked down. So like, mm-hmm. maybe this is his time. Maybe he's a different Jaseph. He's not Jay anymore. He's Jaseph and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. It would be f- so cool. I would lose my shit. <sighs> I daren't dream. Well, we're gonna we're gonna just have to see it through, right? They're, the only way out yeah. is through in this situation. So I'm ready. I've got my lunch packed. Let's do this. I am in a place where, like, for the first time in my life, I am gonna trust the process. Okay. This storyline has been fascinating, well done, super entertaining. Yeah. I am willing yeah. to see it through. Yeah, there haven't been like big fuck ups in the story, right? No. It hasn't been like this was so amazing, but oh my god, you fucked it up for a month and got it back like no it's been good all along so yeah we just you know we're gonna have to see what happens on the road to SummerSlam, and like you said there's a few weeks left so mm-hmm. but uh there's another road that we need to get on it's the road to raw the raw road is fast lane before SummerSlam. oh girl i have no idea it can't be, right? How do we have time see. for fast lane? Fast. I'm looking it's it up. So too. weird that Google immediately thinks I wanted something about the Fast and the Furious. Oh, it's I in October. Okay, so fast lane's on oh, the way to Survivor okay. Series. Okay, I feel better. I was like, what the fuck am I missing? Okay. Yeah, that was. Let's continue down the raw road. <laughs> All right. It is time to get raw. Woo. And. Finn Balor also agreed at the outset of Monday night that it was time to get raw because Absolutely. he makes his way to the ring and wastes no time in calling out Damien. He is, his feelings are tender. And he does not want to have this uh, discussion privately. <laughs> no, it's, it's very classic messy bitch behavior, which we've seen from Finn time and again. Yeah. He's catty. Yeah. yeah. It's, He's beautiful, but at what cost, you know? Like, do you want to live your life this way, having all of your breakups on national TV? I don't. I mean, apparently he does. Uh, The way this all plays out, though, is beautiful. It's pretty amazing. Um, Mommy and Dom Dom (laughs) come out, and, like, all I can think is if you like tribal court, you're going to love goth metal jock court. (laughs) I am here for it. I guess, like, Dom Dom forgot to make the video or something, so we couldn't do it. (sighs) I mean, he's he's working on himself. Um, how did how did you feel like with everything? Like Rhea tries to talk some sense into him, and like he doesn't take it very well. Where were your feelings in this moment? I was ready for the breakup of the Judgment Day. I was I just ready for it. Thought we were going to see like, it on Monday night. I was like, they're going to boot out Finn. They're going to kick out yeah. Finn. The happy trio will stay. The happy trio. I'm fine with that. Finn can go on and do something cool. Yes. I was ready for it. Maybe it's his time, you know. Yeah. And, you know, we're at a real, like, it's emotional highs and lows. Everyone's feelings are up in the air. Like, and what happens? But Seth Rollins appears (laughs) eating a plate of buffalo wings. This guy. I feel like that's the best accessory he's ever had. Was, like, a whole tray of wings and dip and celery and carrots. It was amazing. And I was like... At first, I'm like, why does he have wings? And they're like, oh, he's in Buffalo. Buffalo. <laughs> um, it was not a single serving of wings. I mean, he came to party. 
Have you had buffalo wings in Buffalo? I haven't. Um, buffalo is a hike, so we don't spend a lot of time there. I mean, I've been there yeah. for shows and stuff, but I have never had a buffalo wing in Buffalo. I just wonder if they're like superior. I mean, I guess one day we're just going to have to road trip it and find out and see what yeah. Seth experienced. If any listeners have uh, our, our buffalo wing aficionados have eaten wings know. in Buffalo and other cities, let us know. I think Anchor Bar is supposed to be the home of the OG buffalo wing okay. in Buffalo. So, I mean, I have had an Anchor Bar buffalo wing potato chip. Ooh. They were just okay. Yeah, I mean, the charm of the buffalo wing is the wing part. <laughs> it's true. It, that's that's what you're looking for, not just the flavor. Not just the buffalo. So when all this was going on and we find out that Seth and Dom Dom are going to have a rematch, did you join me in really wanting Seth to be like, um, you know, Rhea's the only one of you who has a chance of beating me. Yes. So, like, maybe we should just wrestle. Like, stop they, teasing me. They keep doing this. They keep yes. absolutely doing this. They, we see it again later. And um, did you, <laughs> quick side question, did you think Seth looked like a flasher in his trench coat? He did look a little bit like a flasher. Uh, that's all I could think of. I was like, he's eating, like, hot wings and he's a flasher. It's awkward, too, because you'd think, like, you wouldn't want to get the wing sauce anywhere sensitive under your trench coat. So, oh boy, no, not the right snack for flashing. No, but uh, yeah, I'm. It is my sincerest hope that they don't just keep dangling this in front of us forever and never, ever, ever let it pay off. And it I'm scared feels, they're going to. It feels like. And maybe this is just the trauma of having been a big Supernatural fan talking, but it feels like this weird intergender based kind of queer baiting, like a, uh -huh. like adjacent to what queer baiting is. They're just like intergender baiting me. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Like this is Destiel all over again. And I'm not going <laughs> to lay down for it this time. All right. <laughs> I was begging for it and never anyway. Aloha cowboy my ass. I uh, Yeah. I I'm going to be I don't know. Like why keep hinting at it if they're never going to do it, right? So I I just Bullshit. I'm trying to have a little faith that they will actually do it. Dad, if you're listening and I know you are, please just just do it. Just make it happen for us. It's easy. I mean, the pop that they got when she wrestled um Akira Tozawa like yeah people lost their goddamn minds they were so excited mm -hmm. people give the people ago. what they want yes yes yes, yes yeah boy. yes boy. well after this we have a judgment day reunion sans finn backstage and damien's not surprised that things didn't go well and ria has had enough she's like you need to act like men she's not their owl She's not their aula. She's she's fed up with parenting them. And, you know, Damien's not exactly being the best here either. He's like, well, I tried. I am a man, but Finn's a little bitch, you know? And it's like, I think you <laughs> might both be the problem. You're both I the feel problem. like, so when he's like, okay, I'll talk to him, but just for you. So, like, I'm convinced. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced now that the, 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 the 
I'm too excited to talk. I am convinced <laughs> that the fall of the Judgment Day is going to come because Rhea and Damien are going to run off together. Okay, like, real talk. <laughs> no, absolutely no real life disrespect to Buddy Murphy, who I'm sure is a wonderful human being. But just like I know the stars in my eyes when I see Damien Priest and Rhea Ripley together. I know. And like he's too old for her and she's seeing someone else and for all i know he has like a spouse somewhere but like guys i'm sorry throw it all away burn it down and fall in love do it like, for me or just fucking do it fictionally just like I, it's That's fine, fine i'll take i'll take the fictional like i don't want people yes. to have an affair that makes me sad but it's like seriously they're so cute like this video that he posted that damien priest posted on I think it was Instagram, maybe it was Twitter, of her like talking about him and how much he deserved the money in the bank title. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are you and posting also, this? Is she your girlfriend? There's also a video of him talking about her where he's like, yeah, she's the greatest of all time. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are besties. Just like, like you're either platonic besties or you're destined to be together. This is like, there's no other, there's no two ways about it. Well, there are actually two ways about it. There's no other option. It's a weird and extremely cute rom-com where like they become best friends in wrestling and then they become lovers outside the ring. Yeah. <sighs> Just get it done, guys, okay? <laughs> Dear Dad, please work this into a storyline. Like, you need something fire after the bloodline, so like here mm -hmm. it is. We are handing it to you on a silver fucking platter. This will be fire, I promise you. <laughs> I mean, just think AO3 will light up. Mm-hmm. And so will we. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll leave you alone for a week or two. Doubt it. But maybe. So we're still uh we're still backstage, but things take a little shift when we run into uh Matt Riddle and his friend Drew McIntyre proud representative of your people the scots these two are so weird together <laughs> yeah and uh this eventually leads to a little match mm -hmm. with matt and drew versus imperium mm -hmm. how'd you feel about that what'd you think um question have imperium's Answers. trunks gotten smaller in response to matt riddle's tiny trunks they seem smaller to me I think he has empowered them to have their own hot bro summer and I just <laughs> fuck. So I can't take They're it. So I hate little. it. These little trunks. Um, Drew and uh Matt did this move that um my brother and I used to do in the lake where you know you would just like launch yes. the person up in the air. Uh so that gave me some nice memories. I literally wrote down Matt Riddle in between impressive feats of strength gets Drew to do pool stunts in the ring. See, yours is much more eloquent than mine was. No, yours was nice. It had like a nice touchstone. Here's my note. Bro and Drew doing a move my brother and I used to do in the lake with that backflip off the hands. <laughs> I love mine that. Mine just sounds like uh, like fridge magnet art <laughs> poetry that like yours is like a real sentence. Uh, it's kind of a sentence. Um, So you know i i feel like we're seeing matt sort of getting written out of this story with gunther in real time here you know it's like make way yeah. dude because here comes drew mcintyre 
know. Seriously. <sighs> yeah. Well, and like, I guess they come back later, don't they? They do. We're going to see them again. Um, they end this match with a double pin submission because they're good bros. They're bros mm -hmm. who get it done. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's something kind of interesting at the end of this match. Like, Gunther is sort of giving Imperium hell, but Giovanni is really taking the brunt of it. And then Ludwig is kind of shitty to him, too. I've never seen that happen before where Gunther's like yelling at them. So I was just like, yeah. ooh, trouble in paradise. And it feels unfair because like you both got pinned or submitted. Like nobody did a good yeah. job here. Yeah. And so, well, Ludwig is the keeper of the coat, right? So he has a very specific job. Giovanni's just the bald one. Do you know, I, here's what I think happens. Sometimes you think you want a third, but you don't really want a third. Then you start resenting the third. And that's where Giovanni is right now. He's got to get and out. And it's not his fault. It's not his fault at all. He didn't do anything wrong. Maybe he should get to keep the coat sometimes. I think so. Why not? Maybe he can't catch the coat. I don't know. Maybe he'd do a better job. And that's why Ludwig doesn't want him to do it. Mm-hmm. He can't let it be known that Giovanni is actually on top of the shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ludwig Kaiser. I really love the way Samantha says his name and that she says it with the same kind of flair. She says Maxine Dupree. And um, Chelsea Green. <laughs> yes. Like, how does she decide? She's wonderful. She's a treasure. I love her. She's an absolute treasure. After this match, we have a bloodline video that is maybe three hours long. And then once we get through that, <laughs> We transitioned to something that we both enjoyed very much. Uh, Sammy and KO are backstage, and Sammy has no idea about their future plans. It seems like they're just kind of spinning their little wheels. I know. They're up for anything. They seem to be open to challenges. They're like, hey, whoever comes along. And then a challenge comes along in the form of Mommy and Dom Dom. However, they broke the rules. They were not announced. <laughs> they were not announced. Everyone is really mad. Like, Kao is mad because the rules weren't followed. Rhea is mad that the Judgment Day wasn't included in this discussion. Like, it's just a lot. And again, for the millionth time, just let Kao and Rhea fight. I know. Again, it's, K it's, it's Rhea and Dominic that show up. And I'm like, yes, okay, let's do this. Yep. Sammy and Kao against Rhea and Dominic. Like, please, 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 please. I just, I don't know why why we can't just do this um <laughs> there's also sort of a there's a moment about dom dom and his cardio and ko does not Ooh. understand the joke so I sammy has to explain it. it to him and i i did enjoy sammy like quietly explaining it to him it's very sweet with his gestures and whatnot yes yeah i like that ko really was like... just like he was just like oh okay mm -hmm. like, oh, I like thank the... you sammy hmm. i'll take that into consideration <laughs> I hadn't thought about that before, but thank you for bringing it to my attention, buddy. I feel like all of these innuendos are going to become t-shirts because they have that new one. Mommy's always on top. So Yes. Somebody in the t-shirt department loves a good innuendo. I mean, I don't blame them. They're great. While we're talking t-shirts, did Ooh. you see that really cute new Judgment Day t-shirt? Yes, they're like chibis. I so cute immediately went to wweshop.com it wasn't yet available okay i screamed into the heavens like ko it is now available 
it's thirty dollars and it's, it's not eligible it's not eligible for the sale that they're having mm-hmm. because it's like an event shirt like i, I guess just like <sighs> finn wearing it makes it an event shirt I love that they all rolled out wearing new shirts. Like the whole point of having them come out was so they could advertise their shirts. Like Finn had the new one, the mommy's yes. always on top one, and then the other one was like a Money in the Bank one, Senior Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, there was also all a point during the night where Finn and Damien were wearing the same shirt, but like arguing intensely, and I thought that was really delightful. That they're like, "Well, we got to show off the shirt, I whether we like each other part. or not." That's so cute. Oh, I love all of them. So after Sammy is done explaining the joke to KO, we're going to have the big rematch between Dom Dom and Seth. Um, mm-hmm. And this does, this doesn't go so well. Were you surprised that this turned into a little trap from the judgment day? Kind of. I, I don't know why, but it doesn't, do they do this kind of thing very often? Like heel shit? No, like trap stuff. Like, ooh, let's lure him into the, you know what I mean? Like it lured him into the no. crowd for a second. It seems too advanced for them. It does seem advanced for them. I agree with you. I mean, I, I feel like, you know, probably Rhea masterminded this so she could get everybody back on the same page. Oh, it's like a parent trap. Right? It's like, let's do a fun activity and you guys are going to remember how much you love each other. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it. It worked. Mm-hmm. It did work. And then we find out that Ko and Sammy are apparently Seth's friends. They're everyone's friends. I know. They just, they're super friends. They want to come out to help um, whoever's in danger. They're like G.I. Joe, right? They'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. They are the get along gang. Uh, (laughs) They are fighting for the American way, even though they're Canadian. And Mm -hmm. it's nice. Uh, Quick question. Did it seem to you like Damien had on like an inordinate amount, an inordinate amount of foundation? Mm, I didn't notice because he had on an inordinate amount of eyeliner and I was distracted by that. <laughs> just a lot. I, like he has a I heavy just, hand. Yeah. It was like his skin was just like completely flawless, but also kind of pale. And I was just like, oh, honey, no. It's weird, too, because I think he just has really good skin in general. So it's like, you don't have to do this. It was a you lot. You do not and, have to cake yeah. it on. It, it just seemed like kind of a weird color to me. I don't know. He didn't look like himself, but it could have been lighting. It could have. Who knows? Yeah. Well, and I feel like historically, like a lot of movie artists and TV and movies, wrestling makeup artists have a long history of doing people of color dirty in makeup application. Well, I mean... It's just within the last couple of years that they've actually figured out how to make a variety of skin pigment colors that aren't, you know, all just some version of beige. And I I do want to be really fair here because I also think that WWE makeup artists regularly do everyone dirty. (laughs) Like, holy shit. I don't know if you've ever seen how they contour Gigi Dolan's double chin on NXT. Oh, I don't know who that is. No. So she was in Toxic Attraction and she's so cute. I think she's got like orange hair and she's got like this little like alternative look. And she just has like a little like chin pouch, which, you know, a lot of people do. And they just contour it with this like dark line under oh, her jaw. God. It's awful. Oh. It's so awful. She deserves so much better. Some of them do their own makeup though, right? 
Maybe maybe this is on her. I don't know. I'm just wondering because I feel like I've seen absolutely I feel like I've like seen them Oscar showing like hers. clips of people doing it mm-hmm. of their people doing their own. But that I like Bailey. I think did her own for a while. Mistake. And hers has definitely improved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler. Shayna has a lot of good qualities, but what she does at the makeup table is not one of them. Bless your heart, Shayna Baszler. So out of this, we're going to get a six-man tag later in the evening. Very exciting stuff. Uh, this is a six-man tag to which I do not object. I, I was figuring that you might be okay with this one. I might be KO with this one. Hey! Ayo! KO! <laughs> After this delightful segment, we're gonna we're gonna take a turn to something that is not so great. Um, Ricochet has some nice things to say about Logan Paul. He does say some nice things. Ugh. Logan Paul says some not so nice things. They are feuding, like in real time and weekly shows. What what do you mm-hmm. think about this and the evolution of Logan Paul in professional wrestling? I hate it. I also hate it. I don't want him around for anything ever. He came out looking like he yeah. just got out of his stupid, shitty day trader office job, having drinks with his other bros. Like he took off his button up shirt, so he just had his A shirt and his like slacks on. And like completely, completely patronized Ricochet. It was so gross. Yeah. It it's was like, very healy. Logan, you're gross. Everything about you is gross. I wrote a note that just says, Ricochet, kick his ass everywhere, please. This is mean spirited, but I'm going to say it anyway. Logan did not look clean. <laughs> like he looked like he had sweat head from sleeping on his dirty hair for like five to seven nights probably he looked like he had been doing field work and then just came in like he was he looks sweaty and i was like stimulants appear to be a hell of a drug i don't know he just grosses me out on every level he's just awful yeah you know what didn't gross me out though what that thing where Ricochet just came like flying out of the <laughs> ring like a superhero. He lands like a superhero too. I know. He knows it. He does know it. And I bet that's kind of annoying if you know him IRL. <laughs> Samantha's like, Ugh, okay. <laughs> so do, you, do you see that, babe? Do you see me do that? She's like, yeah, it's, it's my job to see you do that, honey. Good, good so job. I saw it. Good, good job, sweetheart. Well done again. Love you. <laughs> See you at home. <laughs> there was also this kind of weird moment where, like, Logan Paul is like, "You're here for a viral moment," and it's like, "Wait, are you accusing him of being in it for viral moments?" And you're like, a veteran of the sport. Like, what's happening? What are like we that, doing? Like that that really awkward part where Ricochet was like, "Nobody wants you here," and he's like. <laughs> pausing with those little boys like nobody wants me here uh, like oh, these eight-year-olds so like weird. me yes five-year-old kids like me shut up i also i have to give a big shout out to new to uh new york senator senior senator is that what they call them chuck schumer for bringing some sort of call for an investigation into logan paul's energy drink 
Yes, why? Apparently it has just like an obscene amount of caffeine in it and there's some concern that it's like, you know, <laughs> going to kill. It's just repackaged <laughs> Jolt Cola. <laughs> It's like the sticky syrup that's left in old cans of Jolt, and they just add some water <laughs> and reconstitute it, it, like concentrate. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, please, anything, just take that asshole down. I I find that like I'm gonna claim a kink in this segment when Ricochet like just destroys him and takes Logan Paul down. That's my kink. I claim it. Okay. I'm not that's ashamed. Fair. Like, please that's... just keep hitting him in the mouth. And... Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So we're going to jump ahead a little bit, and we're going to come back to our good friends, KO, Sammy, and Seth. Um, they're backstage. They're hanging out. I think it's safe to say that KO does not give one single shit about anything. No. No. He just wants to punch faces, smash noses, and break heads. I mean, he's entitled to feel those feelings, right? Feelings aren't wrong ever. It's really <laughs> strange for me still to see Seth as like a good guy. Cause I feel like I for so long, every time I saw Seth Rollins, he was healing it up and now he's like having a great time with Seth and Sammy. So I'm just like, okay. But I mean, he's still a douchebag face, right? Like yeah, yeah, at the end is. of the day, he's, he's not ball. very nice. <laughs> No. He didn't share his wings with anybody. Like, who'd he give them to? We maybe Becky took the wings immediately. What if Becky took the wings away from him and she was like, "These are mine now." That'd be great. I would support that. So yeah, they are. They're ready to do violence, but we're not going to get our violence yet because first, we have the Alpha Academy graduation. Now, you mentioned to me when we were preparing to record the show that something in this annoyed you, but then you kind of worked past it. The goddamn idea of it is what annoyed me. (laughs) I was like, I really wrote down, Jesus fucking Christ, a graduation question mark, because like, (sighs) look, I know that there's people who like pure wrestling, like they don't want to watch WWE because it's too theatrical, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people who like love all the crazy theatrics. I'm in the middle. Yeah. I'll take a balance of theatrics, but like, this is stupid. I thought it was stupid. I did warm up to it a little bit. Like once they kind of got into it, but it still just like felt like such a waste of time again like raw doesn't need I can to be see three that. hours yes. long right like if we're doing silly graduation stunts maybe we have a little too much time on our hands uh-huh. Uh-huh. um i kept having like flashbacks to like early aughts wrestling where like she would have taken off the graduation gown yep. and like had like the most scandalous bikini underneath and it somehow would have culminated in like one of the Viking Raiders taking her over his knee and spanking her or something. Yeah. So it did spark a lot of unpleasant memories of that era of wrestling for me. Well, and it just felt kind of weird where he's like, and you're going to take off that gown. And like, it was kind of like a wolf whistle moment. And I was just like, can we not? Like, I do like that Maxine Dupree has become a face. I think that's fun. 
Yeah, and she's got her own thing now, right? Like, no. she's part of Alpha Academy. Everybody's proud of her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was nice that the crowd was, like, chanting nice things for her. Yes, I agree. That's, I did like I, that. It turned into a nice thing. I think why, like you said, it's one of the reasons I hated it at first. I was like, this is going to turn into something awful. But it was fine. But, of course, it did have a sad ending when uh, the mean <laughs> Viking LARPers came and stole her jacket. The Viking LARPers. Not cool. Valhalla is here for your jacket. <laughs> Valhalla, Valhalla is cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> the cold ones came for her jacket. Uh, oh no, not the cold yes. ones. I slipped uh, it in this week. You know what? You are always welcome to slip in a Twilight reference. <laughs> that is the foundation of this podcast. Maybe October. I'll just sing that every week November. as our intro music. Oh my gosh, could you? That would be amazing. It sounds so bad. I'd get sued so quickly. It would be fantastic and worth it. I don't know that it would. It's worth it to me. Thank you. So I'm going to jump ahead to two things that um, I really love. Okay. One is Cody Rhodes, but before we talk about Cody Rhodes, we've got to talk about the uh, salt potatoes for life sign in the crowd. I did not see that. Salt oh, that's potatoes so cute. For life. Now, I'll be honest, Buffalo is Western New York. I live in Central New York. I 100% thought salt potatoes were a Central New York thing, but I guess Western New York loves them as well. Or someone from Central New York drove over to Buffalo for the show and were like, look, you Western New York motherfuckers, I'm going to represent salt Spread potatoes. the gospel. Yeah. I mean, they are they are good as shit. I just. They're so good. Ugh, they're delicious. I think I've eaten them once. I made them once for Memorial Day. Well, I also ate them when I visited you at some point. You took me to that place by the water. Oh, yeah. We went to. Yep. Yep. And it was delicious just almost doxed myself over some fucking potatoes <laughs> which is a new low it was... <laughs> ah, anyway um i thought this was this was a great example of cody rhodes mic work um yep. he immediately comes out and is like camera side hold your horses i'm gonna turn around and look at all the people that i usually have my back to yeah Cody. He's so precious. He's such a um, wrestling politician. He really, really is. Like his Harvey Dent vibe gets stronger every week. I know. He's so great. Can I just give mad props to Cody for saying that Brock Lesnar equals student debt and I couldn't agree more? <laughs> <laughs> this was my favorite moment of the night when he's like, everybody has a Brock Lesnar, like being afraid of heights, <laughs> crippling anxiety, student debt, or a bad boss. I was like, I feel so seen and like oddly comforted by this. What is happening to me emotionally because of Cody Rhodes? I know. I'm just going to start calling my student loan payments now. I was like, I got to play. I got to pay Brock Lesnar. Sooner or later, we've all got to pay Brock Lesnar. It turns out Um, (laughs) I need some Brock Lesnar forgiveness. Oh, don't we all make him go away. It was great. Like I was sitting there in my new Cody Rhodes claim your kingdom t-shirt. (laughs) and like my pj pants and i was like an eight-year-old who got to stay up late to watch wrestling it was a delight this was some Um, great great promoing it was beautiful can i confess something about this 
Oh, if it's going to hurt my feelings, no, you got to stuff it's it not, inside and never speak of it. It's not at all. It has to do with them saying rubber match. And you actually mentioned it earlier. <laughs> so, like, I yeah. had never heard that before. Mm. I had never heard the term rubber match. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And my spouse explained it. And, like, I was legitimately thought it had, like, they were going to have to beat each other up with various rubber accoutrement, like rubber hoses oh. and, like, rubber gloves I don't, it turned into like a fetish match it was weird in my brain like a claim that kink rubber match and they come out Which, in like gimp suits and i do not want to see brock lesnar in that match i don't think i want to see either of them in that match i mean no i don't i don't okay. want i don't claim that kink okay did okay so i mean i know what a rubber match is in terms of what it is but did your spouse explain to you the origin of the term rubber match? Because I have no idea what it is. No, I don't either. Mm, all right. Was not explained. So I guess we have to do some of our own homework. Eh, maybe. <laughs> I'll just go on Lame. not knowing forever and wait until someone else knows it. <laughs> I got real lazy after grad school. So I feel like this rubber match at SummerSlam, it's like not a surprise. Ugh, no. We knew we were getting there um i wrote down okay cody but only because i love you because i'll just be glad when bork is out of our lives again for three to six months the greatest gift dear dad the greatest gift you could give us was to make this a bork retirement match much like ronda <laughs> rousey retirement match give us a twofer it is an I quit match but not just you have to get the other person to say i quit like when they say i quit they retire to saskatchewan and live a beautiful life on their ranch with their beautiful wife and we don't hear from them again yes please implement the understanding of the i quit match that jillian had for her entire life up until <laughs> abigail fixed Ruined that it. a few months ago i was like oh they don't have to quit forever <laughs> i was i'm really so worried about the stakes of those matches now it doesn't matter no, it does feel kind of like undercutting, right? Like, oh no, it's literally just saying you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, okay, let's lower the stakes significantly. Do you think we're going to have like a wild stipulation for this match with Cody and Brock? Other than the mm. rubber fetish stipulation? Probably just like no holds barred or something. Mm. Which I think would work well for them. Yeah. It's going to be horrible and bloody no matter what. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this was this was fun. And then we moved on to something else that I also thought was pretty fun. We had a match mm -hmm. between The Miz and Tommaso Ciampa. It was a no DQ match. This did not disappoint me. It was very no DQ. It really was. I The thing about Miz is so funny because he always plays these like, you know, hams it up, right? He's like yes. the heel and like but this dude routinely puts his ass on the line in crazy matches like this to like 100%. regularly fuck himself up. That's the thing that I really think The Miz does not get enough respect for, right? Like, he's out here, and he's not always in the ring, but when he is, he's really kicking ass, you know? Mm-hmm. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just shifting around. Don't judge me. I'm in a non-standard recording space. It's okay. I'm just like... Uh, I could see Jazzy A like trying to get comfortable and bless her. She's trying so hard. <laughs> it just looks like you're falling over regularly because of the camera. Let uh. me just paint a picture for you. Jazzy A has a new mattress 
and she wanted to sit on her new mattress to record the show. But it turns out that the mattress is not really made for that. And also, like, my boyfriend pillow is in a sad state of repair. So I'm just, like, sliding and sliding and sliding. (laughs) I got real comfortable during that discussion of Cody. And then I had to get out of that position because I was going to, like, fracture my spine. <sighs> yeah, please don't fracture your spine. Um, I love this match right up until a certain point. Can you guess what that yes. point was? It was so frustrating that Bronson Reed shows up to ruin everything like he do. They keep doing this with him. They're just like, okay, we're going to throw him at this other match of two people and do absolutely fuck all with it. That's what they did with so the, um, what was it, Shinsuke and Ricochet, right? Yeah. Like, stupid. There's only one way this is okay with me, and it's still not okay because they ruined a really good match. Mm-hmm. It's if Johnny Gargano comes back and reforms DIY with Tommaso Ciampa to take the two of them on. Ugh. I'm crossing fingers for that one. I'm ready for it. Crossing fingers, saying prayers. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. We're going to jump ahead a little here. Um, we once again have Drew and Matt and... Uh, they're backstage with Byron. Drew says it feels really good to stick it to Imperium. I may or may not have said that's what she said. Um, <laughs> but uh, he and Matt are going to get rid of the factions. They're tired of this numbers yeah. game. What do, you, what do you think about that? I don't know if I agree with Drew on that. I don't know that it's possible. Also, I like the factions. Also, yes. this whole thing felt to me... This felt like a brewing double cross to me. Um, yeah. Like a, like Drew season in, like you said earlier, to get at like Gunther and Imperium. Because at one point Drew's like, you know, I don't want you facing him without me. And it's like, is that really what you're worried about, Drew? Or is it that you don't want Matt to beat him and you want all the glory? Like, I'm not, I don't trust Drew right now. And that hurts my well, heart. Well, if you remember, Drew was not the most ethical right before it WrestleMania either. So no. Drew thinks that because he's handsome and tall that he can do whatever he wants. He uh, is in a moral gray area at the moment. He absolutely is. There was also a really weird moment during this where, like, Matt starts talking and he's like, I talked to my dog, Adam Pierce, but for a moment I 100% thought he was going to say he <laughs> talked to his dog about what was going on with Gunther. <laughs> And it didn't phase me. I was like, yeah, he talked to his dog. That's Matt Riddle. There was, he probably would. There was also a moment where Matt Riddle said, like, he called Giovanni, like, Giovinci or something. (laughs) And, like, Drew corrected him in, like, a really snotty way. And I was just like, okay, Drew, you don't, you're being a dick. Just like, let's tone it down, buddy. I mean, I feel like Drew was in this place where he's like, I'm going to dress like Triple H used to dress, and I'm going to be the kind of face that Triple H used to be, which is one who is a real asshole to everyone. Now, I love Drew McIntyre. Same says. I've enjoyed Drew McIntyre for many years. For sure. He's a fellow countryman for you. But Drew McIntyre is no Triple H. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that, but it might just be the nostalgia talking, you know? I don't know. I don't know. Does Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. come out and hose everybody down with saliva and water? No. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about Drew McIntyre is that he does not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
the part I liked best about this is when they're like, let's go out in the town and Byron tries to go with them. <laughs> Just shut him down. And Byron's like good naturedly like, okay. I get it. I'm not anybody's favorite. It's fine. I want poor Byron. I want good things for him. I would take Byron out for a beer with friends. I bet he's fun. He probably is. Yeah. Look at those like colorful suits he wears. I mean, the guy has to have a sense of humor. He's got, he's snappy. Mm hmm. Well, after this, we arrive at the big moment of the night, our main event. Um, we've got Seth Rollins and his new best friends, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, against uh, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Dom Dom. Disappointingly, Mommy is just here for the show. Classic. Classic stuff. Sad. I don't know about you, but all my favorite moments from this match had nothing to do with wrestling. No, none at all. And I'm, actually, I feel like I was so kind of like staring. I really didn't take a lot of notes because I was just like, mm. I'm just going to watch this unfold. And there yes. was just like a lot of really nice things going on. So this isn't a really nice thing, but at one point, KO is like screaming into nothing from the top rope like he does. And then he's kind of screaming into Rhea's face instead. And he's like, your boys are nothing. I had to rewind I that part because I was like, did he say your, I thought you said something like your boyfriend's a, what did I think you said? Your boyfriend's a dork or something. But I, <laughs> I had to rewind it because I missed it, which would have been that amazing too. Yeah. I love when they, I just, the, the dynamic of all of these people, just like a bunch of my favorite people in the ring together. Like it could only have been better if somehow the Usos would have come like rolling on in for no reason with their visitor passes. They really would have been lovely. They're like, we're just here to watch. What's up? Like Jimmy is like wheeled out in one of those like wheelchairs. <laughs> they put you in to leave the hospital and Jay's pushing <laughs> them, you know? Oh, that'd be so cute. I love them. And then and we also had this really nice moment where Damien and Finn heal their bond. I know. Hugsies. That was so, so nice. So nice. There was Rio a mix was of so happy. She was really happy. It's like they were like all hugged. Mm -hmm. They're all happy. There was like I did have this bitter bittersweet moment there where I was like, I'm really glad that they all love each other and they're happy, but I also really want the drama of the Judgment Day breaking I know! up. <laughs> We could have stretched it out a little, although I wonder if we're really done because after they had said they were cool with each other, there was that moment where Damien almost knocked Finn out of the ring and Finn didn't know it. Well, and earlier when Damien was like, when he was telling Finn, like, I'd never cash in on you. And Finn's like, okay, cool. We're, we're cool. And like, I get to, you know, we're good as long as I get to take on Seth. And then Damien yeah. like holds up the briefcase. He's like, either way, we're good. And like, as he walks away, Finn's like, hmm, did he just play me? <laughs> it's almost like we're all heels. <laughs> ah, no honor among thieves. Sometimes it really do be that way, guys. I, um, I don't know if you saw any of the news stories about how there was some kind of like, quote unquote, heated discussion between the participants of this match backstage afterwards. Like for real? Yeah, well, I mean, as real as any wrestling oh, okay. rag gossip is, right? Okay. Like, 
yeah, it's real. Now, sometimes it's blown out of proportion. Sometimes the sources are bullshit. But mm-hmm. supposedly there was an argument and it didn't get like super heated, like no one was going to throw a punch or anything, but like about some of the botches during the match. So, ooh. Mm. The thing is with some of those matches with all those folks, I feel like when there's these big matches like this, like multiple people, it seems yes. like everybody's going so fast mm-hmm. that it's amazing more people aren't injured. Like, especially when Ricochet's in a match, like I feel like he's yes. like a ping pong ball and he's going around all over the place. So I feel like that happens in these kind of like more populated matches. And I guess some of the issue was that there'd been a bunch of changes right before the match. So, oh no, why? Who does that? Who decides know. that? Dad, was that you? Dad, did you fuck up? Don't fuck this up. Dad, come on. Get together, Dad. This is the best stuff you have. Don't do this. <sighs> but I, I do feel like, you know, despite any backstage drama, this did come to a pretty positive conclusion. I think so. I mean, I again, I'm always like, this is a, what do I call it? A, a fragile piece? A delicate piece? What is the word I always use? Anyway... An uneasy piece between mm, Finn and Dana, yes. if you ask me. I feel like there's going to be a lot of hugging, like with one arm and like a knife in the other arm stabbing into the back. A little stab, a little hug. It's what yeah. all loving relationships are built on. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting for it to happen. Yep. And I, I think this will be interesting. Like, is it bloodline interesting yet? Yeah, no, but no. could we build it up a little? Yes. Yes, we could. We've got room to grow. Will mommy be there to pick up the pieces when finn and damien break up and then mommy and damien fall in love absolutely now that's the drama i'm really looking for exactly dad get on it come on was there anything else about the stunning main event that you would like to cover before we uh shut this bitch down for the week i don't think so i'm i do you think this will turn into anything big I mean, I think, I think we've got this interesting situation, right? Where Seth is doing his thing. Finn doesn't feel like he's done with Seth and Damien will have to work really hard to cash in on someone who isn't Seth. Well, and Sammy and KO don't have a SummerSlam match yet. Right. So, I mean, do I think that this particular configuration is going to continue? No. I really don't. I feel like we're going to have to cook up something else for Sammy and KO. But maybe I'm wrong. I'd love to be wrong. Well, I just thinking because they weren't in Money in the Bank. So Mm -hmm. I imagine they wouldn't leave them out of two pays per view and pay-per-views in a row. I had this crazy fantasy while I was watching this that the way that Damien was going to prove to Finn that they were buddies again was he was going to cash in the Money in the Bank on Sammy and KO for him and Finn. That would, can they do that? That would be amazing. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I thought, I mean, like, it would have felt like a waste, but also, like, super cool. So I don't know. Would have been the sweetest. I know. So loving. But Damien doesn't love him that much. So there's that. No, he would cash it in and give it to Rhea. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I think that, you know, we're going to have to see what happens with all of these parties and we're going to have to find something for Sammy and KO to do at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. It's going to become more and more important in the coming weeks. 
we have ideas dad if you want to like we're happy to brainstorm with you sometime drop us a line well this has once again been wrestling is for girls make sure you follow us on twitter at wif girls pod to find out when new episodes are live and visit us on spotify apple podcasts and our website wrestlingisforgirls.com to find all of our past episodes Thank you for joining us again this week. And remember, it's okay if you need to scream into the void sometimes. KO does it on national television at least once a week. <laughs>